And now, live from the shadow of America's mountain, this is Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. And welcome to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. I am your host, Heath. With me, as always, are my amazing co-hosts, Michael and Ethan. Ethan, how are you doing today? Good. <laughs> Michael, how are you doing? We're doing good. Hey, you know what, Heath? Yeah. We're international. I know. I was going to give something about that later, but since you brought it up, let's do it which, now. Which is a big deal because we all have faces for radio. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> um, but since you mentioned it, I do want to welcome our podcast listeners in Belgium, in France, and Australia as well as the podcast listeners from across the United States. Thank you very much for joining us, giving us your time. And uh, we look forward to bringing uh, more great content to you and more uh, locations across the globe. We're pretty excited about that. All right. So before we get rolling today's episode, the normal housekeeping items, let's get that out of the way. Um, make sure to check out rmrr.live for all the latest information and updates about the show. Um, while you're there, check out the uh, contact us form if you want to submit feedback, comments, suggestions. Uh, if you want to be a guest or recommend a guest, there's the form for that. If you need prayer, there are two ways that we would love to partner with you in prayer. Uh, the first is the prayer request form on the website, or you may write us at prayer at rmrr.live. And while you're on the website, be sure to check out the link tree link to all of our socials. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. That does help us to be able to become monetized. No, that's not right either. Monetized? There you go. There's the yeah. word I'm looking for. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Holy why, Ghost. Why that was a word. Woo. Um, and it does help <laughs> us to uh, to do a few other things on there as well. So the more subscriptions uh, we have, the better. So if you could do that for us, we'd appreciate it. And make sure to follow us on uh, Rumble and Facebook as well. All right, so today's episode is the long-awaited Identity Part 2. That was the identity, who you are, and how you get there. But before we jump into that, I believe we have a couple of advertisements to throw your way. Do we not, Michael? <laughs> I hope not. Um, <laughs> we do, guys, we do. Okay. Hey, so <clears throat> we were recently out with Redemption Squad on the 5th, Heath. Yeah, the 5th. Yes. And we were hitting the streets. We were hitting the streets in the community of Colorado Springs. We passed out, oh, just about 200 boxes of of goodies. Yes. Trees. Toiletries. Uh, church info. Um, and what was really cool is, I'm going to call it about three times more of the fruit was produced. Um, we had more really good conversations with our neighbors. Uh, Heath, do you have any, you have any um, eyewitness accounts or an example of some of that more than fruit than happened the first time we went out as a group? Well, I think there were a lot of, a lot of people that were just very receptive and very appreciative. I know that there was one, uh, one family that they, they're on food stamps and they hadn't received their food stamps this month. And so mm. when we, we showed up, you know, brought a box, they were beyond grateful for that. Um, there was another, um, another family, um, actually, I think it was a single parent, couple kids. Um, and we left a couple boxes with them. Um, there was another, um, family that we were able to, uh, pray and minister to and, um, you know, leave them a box and, and just, you know, be a blessing to them. Um, yeah. you, you know, there was, uh, I believe, a, a a couple of guys that were living out of a car um, yeah. that we were able to talk to. And, you know, we actually had um, a, another just random thing that I thought was interesting. We'd left a box at a house um, and this gal hopped in her car and drove the neighborhood trying to find us so she could stop and thank us. Yeah. And then while we were also out on the streets, uh, Zach, while that after we had handed these boxes out, probably towards the end, Zach and Melissa were getting phone calls of, of this and that. Like, thank you. Hey, I'm, I'm wanting to come to your church. Uh, the, a bunch of a bunch of different uh, uh, reciprocating phone calls. And so that was awesome. 
it just seemed like it just seemed like there was a lot more impact. Right. And so we were we were very thankful to go out there and, and help serve uh, with them. What was that? Heath? Oh, I was just I was just saying, yeah, that it's it was such an amazing time to uh, just be out there and to, to be able to just see people's reactions, you know, when you're when you're trying to bless them in the way that Redemption Squad is. Um, and just want to throw out really quick, since we're talking about it, they are going out again at the end of the month. And then there is an event that um, they are going to partner with Colorado Springs PD uh, for a, an mm. event that they do as well to give out uh, Christmas toys and things like that. And so, you know, Redemption Squad is doing an amazing thing. Matter of fact, I heard testimony, um, was it yet late last night or today, actually, that uh, somebody had heard about what Redemption Squad was doing and donated a van. Uh, to help oh, yeah. to help be able to um, uh, you know bring people to church or to meetings or you know appointments or whatever because not only do they do the outreach they do um, uh, you know minister and, and outreach to to other things as well and and trying to help you know those that are just getting out of prison or those that are you know homeless to find things you know whatever like yeah, Zach and Melissa get, do get starts again. Yeah. Helping people get started again. And it's it's a great opportunity. And, and again, so this this van was a huge blessing to that ministry. And so we were just uh, praising God earlier today that, you know, that donation happened. Um, so, yeah, at Redemption Squad, um, the link will be um, should have been on the screen already. And then we'll be down below in the description if you want to check them out. Um, and again, if you feel led to donate. Uh, to the show, we are going to give proceeds to Redemption Squad Ministries. You can go to the rmrr.live uh, website. And on the main page there, there are donation links. And if those two don't work for you, then you may email me at host.heath at rmrr.live. And we can work something out to where you can get that donation to Redemption Squad. Also, if you're a listener in our local area, i got to tell you about an amazing shoe store, amazing shoe company. Valentine Comfort Shoes. Uh, these guys can really take care of you and help you out with maybe a pain or an ache you've been having. Sean is Sean is the pro there, and he can help form that perfect shoe for your, I guess maybe how your hips are or how your foot is, or maybe a uh, out of surgery kind of need for the shoe and for your back or what what may have you. Um, but also, they're really we love them. They're like our brother and sister, and you can go in there and ask for prayer. You can go in there and say, hey, this is what's going on in my life. And you're you're going to get a great pair of shoes, but you're also going to get ministry. <laughs> and you're going to get the love of Jesus. So we just wanted to tell our listeners about Valentine Comfort Shoes. Uh, and I forget the location again. <laughs> but you know what? Not, not to worry. Google... The, ad the address will be below and the link will be on the screen. Thank you. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I will that. take care of that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Google. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, we love Sean and Amy over at Valentine Cumber Shoes on Union. That that I do know. Union Union Station. Hey, hey there better. we go. Okay. There we go. Also, we were feeling led to talk about our, our pastor's uh, new book. Pastor Todd and Pastor Kelly have a new book. It's coming out soon. So it is called Holy Rebel. Mario Murillo forwarded, uh, forwarded, talked about it, gave the forward. Okay. Um, they're touching on our, you know, uh, being armed with the truth, standing your ground and rebelling against hell's agenda. Um, God really was touching on Kelly's heart to write this uh, book in the prayer closet time about two years ago. Um, and with Kelly at the helm, this is a prophetic message to the body of Christ in America today. And honestly, this has been a long time in the works, and we're, we're all excited to get a copy. But we definitely want to talk about this book on our show and and get it out there to the nations, really. Because, um, you know, Heath, I was thinking about this today. We're in an actual looking glass to our area. And I'm, 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 I'm amazed. I'm thankful to God that if you want to know what's happening in the middle of America by the Rocky mountains in the spine of North America, the Rocky mountains. Okay. You can tune in and we're going to be talking about it. We're going to be talking about the apostolic vision 
uh, vision and vision casting of this area. And I'm thankful to God he's called us to be that for you guys. Um, and, and we'll be here. We'll be here. Um, as, as God allows. So, um, Heath, what you got, buddy? Um, you know, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about, uh, Todd and Kelly's book and I'm, thankful that we are in the church we're in and we have their leadership. And and I think that from what I was hearing from Pastor Kelly um, a couple of weeks ago in, in uh, prayer before we started rehearsal for worship team, she talked about a little bit and, and that she just recently finished recording the last chapter for Audible. So they're actually providing the Audible, the Audible version for Audible. Um, and, and so you'll get to hear directly from them uh, the content from this book. And so I, I, for one, am very excited and and there is uh, a major word in this book. And so, yeah. And like Michael said, you know, we, we're trying to uh, provide just a, a, whatever the Holy spirit throws on our hearts um, to, to do a show on. And, and even in our ministry moments, um, those little teachings that we've been putting out, I hope you guys are tuning in and liking those. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying those. We, we, we love, we love, love making those little uh, what's on our heart moments there. I love it. Yeah. And so, and we, we're, we're inviting actually some of our um, uh, fellow believers uh, in our, you know, circle of influence to, to participate and do moments as well. Um, we've had a couple great ones from our friend Lily, and we've got a couple coming up from our friend Chris. Um, and, you know, I've done done a few myself. Michael's done one. Ethan's got one he's going to put out for us. And so, again, we just, you know, trying to, um, you know, give you that firsthand experience, that testimony that, um, you know, just what is on our heart from God that day, uh, just to kind of help anybody else who might be going through something similar or feeling something similar or seeing something similar, um, you know, just to let you know that you're not alone. And I think that kind of segues a little bit into the show today and, and just kind of some recap from last time, you know, we talked a lot about identity and, and the fact that, you know, from an earthly sense, identity is, you know, who you are, what you do for a living. Um, you know, you're a dad, you're a, you know, a janitor, or a truck driver, or, you know, a son, a daughter, whatever. Um, but we, we then kind of branched out into what identity is in Christ and what that means, you know, that you're saved, that you're loved, that, you know, and how God looks at you and how God sees you and how God uses your identity to bless you and then in turn bless others. And so, um, you know, we had a, a ton of information from last show that we didn't even touch on. So we're, we're going to hope to touch on a little bit of that for you today and, and uh, take us a little further down the identity journey, uh, journey, excuse me. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Heath. I mean, and we need to add to guys, if, uh, listeners, viewers, if you have a topic you want us to touch on, whether in a ministry moment or in the show, uh, we want to hear from you please write us please comment on the comments in youtube please comment in rumble please comment on the podcast um uh comment sections or, or reviews and um we're we're gonna read those and we're gonna do them <laughs> because honestly we want to we want to speak to you we want to speak to where you're at where the holy spirit has you at um heath when you think of being raised <laughs> when you think of being raised with a sketchy young man or woman as you're being raised with them maybe in, in school or maybe it was your sibling <laughs> um do you have were you raised with anyone like historically sketchy well as far as the context of what you're talking about for today's uh, topic no um, but I do know that, like, you know, it's interesting to to look back as we were prepping for the show that, you know, there are there are some names that appear in the verses we're going to bring you here in just a minute that that actually had ties to to ties to Herod. And so it's almost like, you know, you're hanging out with the, the Hitler of the time and you're growing up together and then you guys take completely different paths. And I know that I had similar experiences, um, you know, with people that I went to school with that, you know. Uh, turned around and, and ruined their life with drugs and alcohol. And, you know, there were some that, you know, petty crimes and jail time and things like that. And it's, it's interesting to think that we all kind of had 
you know, growing up in these small towns that I grew up in, we all had kind of the same value system. We all had kind of the same structure um, and expectations and things. And through our own choices and our own um, decisions, you know, we all walked different paths and we, we all turned out completely different. Um, you know, and certainly the, the one thing I want to point out there is that God does use those decisions. He does use those things to help shape us, to help, um, form our identity and to help, uh, then give us testimony, uh, so that we can in turn help others. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, if you guys do have your Bibles, I would turn, if I were you, to Acts 13, <laughs> verse 1. And if you look at the end of verse 1 of 13 in Acts, um, you there's this comment about a guy that looks like the name, looks like this says Mannion, Manion, something like that. Well, I'm going to call him Mannion. So Mannion, who had been brought up or raised with, Herod, the Tetrarch. So this is the same Herod who, um, in just verses before in, in chapter 12, um, pretty prideful and arrogant. And apparently it was his last straw <laughs> because he exclaimed, hey, or the people exclaimed, this guy, this Herod guy, he's like a god. And, and he didn't disagree. And then an angel struck him and he died because worms ate him. Um, I'm actually reminded right now of, uh, of the uh, historian Josephus who commented on this. This was an actual historic event. Um, I believe Josephus something to the effect of he fell over in severe like pain and he died like i don't know not like super soon but he also did reek <laughs> he smelled bad too that's nice and and worms were eating at him um once that once that angel uh struck him and it was because um well he didn't do what paul does at one point um when when paul and his companion are ministering uh, where, 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 in, in later in Acts, I believe later in Acts, they thought Paul and his companion were were gods also, and he he rushed to the scene. He said, "No, we are not gods. We are men. We're just like you guys." And and um, yeah. So anyway, it, w- the reason why we're doing a little compare contrast. Well, I need to talk. I need to tell you more about Mannion. Um. So Mannion was raised with Herod. Um, it'd be the equivalent of being raised with Hitler. And just a few years ago, there were uh, there were people around, and there may still people. There may, I mean, maybe his kids are still around. I'm not sure, but I mean, there are people raised around Hitler and raised with Hitler. Not too long ago, you see these documentaries and these comments <laughs> <laughs> about those interactions. And um, Heath or I, Heath, me and Heath, we have not been raised around. I don't think Ethan's been raised around uh, someone like that either. Um, you know, time Definitely will tell with Ethan. Yeah, time, time <laughs> will tell with Ethan. But, but you know, I, I haven't so far been raised around someone like Hitler. But, um, but, but the reason why we're talking about Manny is he was in this prophet group in Antioch where we find Barnabas and Saul and he's hanging out in that group and Heath, isn't it amazing how two people two peers one you're hanging out and being a prophet with the future Paul the apostle and Barnabas the apostle and you're hanging out in that that prophet group and then you know maybe your good friend or maybe your acquaintance when you were little but your peer is Herod the tetrarch and he killed, by the way, this is the same Herod who had James, the brother of John, one of the sons of thunder, okay, one of the apostles. He's the first martyr. James is the first martyr at the hands of Herod, the Tetrarch. Um, also, 
this is the same Herod who got um, who had Peter imprisoned. All right, Heath, what do you think? Well, I think it's interesting. Again, like I mentioned before, how um, you know you you know somebody growing up, and then through choices um, on both your parts, you wind up in completely different places. And to think about the kind of man that that Herod was, and the fact that he was uh, persecuting um, believers. But the the thing that stood out to me as we were doing um, the research for the show today was the fact that. You know, he was actually getting some some cheers and some prompting um, by the by the Jewish people. Um, you know, they were actually like there was a portion of them encouraging this, you know, and, and accepting this. Oh, and, before and, he got eaten by worms. Right. Before he got eaten by worms, you know, the, the choices he was making as far as, you know, like, uh, you know, he's the same Herod that had Peter in prison um, and, you know, Peter thankfully through um an angel of the lord was able to escape but you know herod would had done quite a few not so great things um but surprisingly people loved him and you know were encouraging this kind of behavior and so again i i just wonder um you know as we were talking about this this manian man what what really his life might have been like and how how close maybe he was with Herod growing up. And, and if that was a disheart, I mean, cause I know me, um, anybody that I knew growing up that, that fell on hard times or fell into alcohol or drugs or went down a, a bad path. Like, you know, I know it hurt my feelings. Like I know that I felt sorry for them, um, mm -hmm. you know, and definitely wanted to try to figure out some way to, to intercede or interject or, you know, try to help them off that path. And yeah. I wonder if, if he felt the same way. I mean, I, I would think so given the company he's keeping here um, as we're looking at the first part of acts 13, but um, yeah, I just, uh, it's, it's interesting how our choices help shape our identity um, yes. as far as who we are. And well, like in the, in the opposite to Heath, right. So like, let's say, you know, you're going to high school and, and your friend gets to the NBA or gets to the NFL. It's the exact opposite. You're like, like I used to go to high school with that guy. Right. <laughs> I right. used to go to elementary school with that guy. I went to elementary school, with Michael Jordan or whatever it is. Right. Right. So that is, that's, that's probably our biggest point. We wanted to share with Mannion. Okay. Identity and community are closely related why why heath why our identity well, and, and 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 um community are closely related and and one the group that comes to mind is the disciples and especially the three james john pete well you know actually you'd asked me this question before the show and and i have a completely different answer than where you thought i was going to head cool. and that is the fact that the it, it is really true and and even all the way back to scripture, um, it is true about who you hang around with, who you spend your time with, the things you think yeah. about and obsess over and worry about. All those things help contribute to the path that you're walking and, and your outcome. You know, and, and they tell you in business, you know, if you're trying to set a goal, you're trying to be successful, then hang around successful people. You know, um, you know, the five people that you hang around with the most those are going to be the people that shape your outcome and you're going to turn out just like them. So if you're hanging out with the party crowd, you're hanging around with the, you know, people drag racing or stealing cars or whatever it is um, that may not be on the up and up or whatever. Um, you're going to wind up walking down that path. Whereas if you're hanging around with a good group of people with a Christ-like mind and heart and, and things like that, you're going to wind up on a completely different path. And so your identity is closely tied to who you're hanging around with, who you're spending time with. Um, and that's why, oh, here's another one. Um, that's why the more time you spend in the Bible, mm. um, the more time you spend, the more your heart and your mind are going to be more like Jesus. Really? Yes, that that is the wisdom nugget from this episode. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 that wasn't a no, duh, really. That was an emphasis, really. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Okay, so we had to touch on Manny, and it was at the it was at the start of verse one, and just that comment 
that the writers of the scripture, uh, well, Luke, that Luke put in there, uh, the writer of Acts along with the Holy Spirit, um, made sure to let us know. And it's just such a tidbit that it speaks so, so many volumes. We had to share that. Okay. So Heath, um, when you think of uh, Saul uh, to be Paul, when do you normally think he went like maybe before today or maybe before you knew me? Okay, whatever. When did you think that Paul became Saul? Saul became Paul, right? When did you when like mm, what? Oh, this is what happened. You know, like your go to answer. Well, I think my go-to answer might be influenced by what I know now, and that is, of course, that transformation on the the encounter on the road. Um, but, but honestly, I I can tell you, like back in the day, day when I was fresh young into this, I don't think it, that transformation really stood out to me at all. Um, you know, it was just one of those things that, like, you know, one day you're you're this. Uh, hell raising kind of fool and the next day god's like nope you're this dude and and here you go um and i didn't really spend much time really pondering or reflecting on that until we started digging into some more things over this last year uh in our discipleship and even you know some of the show prep we've done and before we head further down the road too i just want to uh pause and actually i'm gonna let ethan off the hook for the show right here right now he wasn't feeling well he was trying to be a trooper and hang out with us um he's got a really horrible cough and things and so i want to just let him go lay down and and rest and relax so i'm going to boot him from the show actually unless he wants to say bye and then boot himself i'd rather he did that though um yeah thank you guys for having me on the show um see you guys all later have a great day be blessed all right. Thanks, bud. All right. There we go. And we love you. We do very, very much. All right. So where were we? Saul, Saul, Paul transformation. Yeah. So, yeah, my, I think what we just really need to say out front is. Uh, this this is this is something that. One is it's close to my heart. I love discipleship. And in the vein of discipleship, which which just doesn't uh, just doesn't seem to happen too much these days, it's that's going to change though in the church. Um, we have Saul and Barnabas, but it's really actually Barnabas and Saul first uh, that we see in Acts thirteen. In Acts thirteen one, Barnabas is first of this uh, prophetic group, the pro- group of the prophets in Antioch. Okay, the Church of Antioch. And Saul is listed last. And that's on purpose. That is on purpose. Let's we'll, We're going to be looking at a pattern of scripture here. There's really no um, blatant text to say um, what Michael is saying today. Um, but I believe, Heathen, I believe scripture is uh, perfect. Um, that, that even the orders in scripture... Um, are there uh, to help tell the story. Um, right. And so, like I said, Barnabas is first in this in this uh, group of prophets. Um, and Saul is listed last. Okay. But they're in there. Saul is doing, you know, he's doing his relationship with the Lord. He's doing his due diligence. And they are ministering uh, at this group and from this group. Okay, Heath. Any any tidbits? Any any reaction? Um, you know, I just want to, I guess, further reemphasize what you said that like there is intention in in the word. It wasn't like a oh, this was left out or you know it was out of importance or something like that. There's always a reason. Um, I've come to learn that um, if things are in a list, there's a reason why. If things are set a certain way, there's a reason why. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Okay. So, so it was Barney. I'm calling Barney. That's, that's my nickname for him is Barnabas, who was known as a son of encouragement. He, he was also known to give sacrificially. Um, and you can find that in acts when he's really first seen on the scene. It's acts four verse 37. I'm going to quickly turn to that there. 
And it does say, so and let's go to 3.6. Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, whom the apostles car- called Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, sold a field he owned and brought the money and put it at the apostles' feet. Heath, that's, that is a loving, a love for Jesus, loving sacrifice. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. A lot. I mean, that's, that's just great. So that's, that's his first, that's his introduction. I just, he's a Levite and there's a lot there. Um, who the apostles called this. Okay. This wasn't his own nickname. Um, the apostles Nick named him. So he got part of this identity. This was an apostolic identity from the apostles themselves. You know, thank you. Thank you. Holy spirit for helping me out there for seeing that. I just, I just saw that as the first time this fresh off the press here, the apostles named him Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. This guy was using his encouraging, his spiritual gift of encouragement everywhere. And he was giving wholeheartedly. And he put this at the apostles' feet, which just shows, you know, uh, reverence for Jesus and 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 the leadership he established. But all right, Heath, now what? I want to hear your reaction to that. You know, I uh, actually don't think I'd had paid attention to that before either. That, you know, again, another name transformation, another identity moment um, just right there. You know, this one, however, wasn't from God. It was from the apostles. But, um, you know what a great time here with all these believers, you know, selling off everything, um, to, to basically, um, show up and represent, I guess, for lack of a better term. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and, and, and amongst it's funny too, because amongst, well, funny, I mean, you know, scary, like fear of God. haha, ha, Right. <laughs> right. Okay. This was one of the good gifts amongst the Ananias and Sapphira episode where these where Ananias and Sapphira, they, they lie to the Holy spirit. Peter, uh, Peter gets that, you know, that word of knowledge. He gets the download that it's happening. Thank you. Thank you. Eve. And, and Peter calls them on it and they drop dead. And there was lots of, there was a very reverent fear of the Lord after that. But, but, Barnabas was one of those uh, authentic, hey, he didn't lie to the Holy Spirit kind of guys, and he authentically gave with a, a willingly, you know, willingly wanted to give, um, wantingly, willingly wanted to give. So, all right, let's continue with the pattern. So, like I said, Barnabas first, Saul last. That was um, early, early uh, Acts 13. Let's go up to Acts 7. The, the pattern changes. It goes to Barnabas and Saul. And I'm going to go back to Acts 13 in my Bible. And at 7, it says, "Mm, I'm going to go to 6. They traveled through the whole land until they came to Paphos. There they met a Jewish sorcerer and a false prophet named Bar-Jesus, who was an attendant of the proconsul, proconsul, Sergius Paulus. The proconsul an intelligent man sent for Barnabas and Saul because he wanted to hear the word of God. Huh? Heath, what sticks out there? Somebody who's surrounded by false believers wanting to hear the word of God. That's pretty awesome. Actually. (laughs) That's pretty cool. (laughs) I see that word of God and Saul and Barnabas. Remember the orders now flipped. It's now Barnabas and Saul. And this proconsul wanted to hear the word of God, and it's and it's Barnabas and Saul. So there's there's something happening there. I'm sorry, Saul, Saul and Barnabas. <laughs> there's something happening there, right? Let's just let's just say that. We'll move on to verse nine of thirteen. Saul, who was also called Paul. Okay, something changed there, Heath. Something yeah. changed there. They they did a uh, reference uh, to, isn't it a later event? Because um, that hasn't happened yet, where that official transformation of his name happened or changing of his name. But yes, I think we, so. We, we see it right here. 
from Paphos, Paul, and this is 13, 13, 13, from Paphos, Paul and his companions sailed to Perga in Pamphylia, where John left them to return to Jerusalem from Perga. They went on to Pisidian, Antioch. Did I miss something? Yeah, I think it's just Paul. Oh, I'm at nine. <laughs> we, okay, that was 13, guys. That's where he's called Paul. Okay, at nine, though, then Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked straight at Elymas and said, well, let's give him the quote here. This is too good. You are a child of the devil and an enemy of everything that is right. You are full of all kinds of deceit and trickery. We never stop perverting the right ways of the Lord. Again, Heath, it's identity, word of God, word right. of God, identity. You see that? <laughs> you see that in verse seven. Right. And I love this. All right, let's go to 1342. Acts 13, 42. As Paul and Barnabas. Oh, man, now we got a real switch up. Now it's Paul and Barnabas. We're leaving the synagogue again. They left. They're at a place of God's word, the synagogue. Interesting. As Paul and Barnabas were leaving the synagogue, the people invited them to speak further. They're speaking further about these things on the next sabbath when the congregation was dismissed many of the jews and devout converts to judaism followed paul and barnabas is listed again who talked with them and urged them to continue in the grace of god hey Heath, i got a question for you all right we're not paul and barnabas continuing in the grace of god because we know we minister from who we are and what we have, what we have ownership of. We can't really uh, exaggerate and, and fluff up too much as a minister of God. It has to come from what God has given you, right? Right. 100% agree. Excellent. So for 42, 43, and 46, it is Paul and Barnabas. Uh, 50. Paul and Barnabas. Uh, Acts 14, 14. Let's go there real quick. There, there's something there here. Um, but when the apostles, Barnabas and Paul. Okay, let's stop right there. They're called apostles there. Now, considering that we just looked at a pattern of names and placement of names, also identity and also word of God slash instruction slash in teaching, <clears throat> excuse me, word of God slash instruction slash teaching and admonishing with the names and, and, and the um, order of the names. And then at the end here at 1414, they're called apostles. Heath, what do you think on that, man? All right. Well, the one thing that stood out to me about them being called apostles, actually, I think kind of was hinted a little more in some scripture before that, where Paul had actually um, spoken directly to someone and commanded that they, you know, stand up their feet and, you know, be healed, basically. And so some of that identity came through um, their works and what they were doing um, to spread the gospel and to teach and to then return, you know, to the synagogue and to give more um, scripture as they were asked to do and to, to expound further on the things they'd previously taught on, um, you know, just kind of really whole brought up that whole, um, you know, hey, these guys are now basically functioning as 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 apostles um, or being recognized um, by that by that identity word. Yeah, amen. So they were a group of apostles. They have this identity word of apostles. And, and before that, prophets. And then they get sent out. The Holy Spirit in that meeting where they're known as prophets, they get sent out. And then they start that missionary uh, work. Right. Um, 
Oh, but you know where the, you know where we need to tie this whole thing in, though, Heath? We need to lump Mannion, Barnabas, and Paul together. All right. Why? Well, they, they were in that group originally, and then Paul and Barnabas get sent out. Saul, Barnabas and Saul get sent out. Guys, I know that we're choppy right now, but I really want you to catch this. I really want you to catch these names. And I really want you to catch this, that the group, let's let's lump these three characters we just discussed together. These were real men. They're historical figures. Um, Josephus would say, I mean, like, like Luke was a, was a Greek doctor. He, he wrote uh, the book of Luke and Acts here. And so a lot, a lot, these are legit historical accounts. So... Uh, now we're going to go to a funny place. Psalm 91. Michael, why, why Psalm 91? Check this out. I'm glad you asked yourself that question because I was going to ask you that question. So, <laughs> Go ahead. Ask me it. <laughs> yeah, Michael, why Psalm 91? Well, Heath, um, I let's also lump in who Paul used to be. He used to be Saul. He used to be pretty much a terrorist uh, killing Christians. I would say pretty much a terrorist is a is a given it easy. Like I think you could very easily flat classify out. flat out yeah. say yes, he was yeah. you know basically an enemy of the state. He was he had a uh, lot in common with Herod. Would we not say? I w I would say yes in that regard. If if we're looking apples apples there, yeah, there's definitely so some similar at, fruit. Let's look at the doppelganger. Right, we have Mannion, doppelganger of Herod. Right. Right. We have Saul, definitely a doppelganger of Paul. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and they uh, and where they went. Okay. All right. Where they went. Herod went his way. He made his choices. Mannion went his way, made his choices. Saul was making his choices, got interrupted um, by a divine interruption, otherwise known as the Messiah, knocking him off his donkey. On the road to Damascus, he's then converted, and he starts. He keeps on making his choices because he is thoroughly converted. He's thoroughly convinced that he did see the Lord on the road because he immediately asks him, "Lord, who are you?" Right. Okay. Then Barnabas, he made good choices. He made good choice. He he caught on. There was a real good reason to give this money from the proceeds of his property. Um, and since we mentioned them, Ananias and Sapphira, <laughs> they didn't. They were doing the exact same thing as Barnabas. Their poor choice was they wanted to be selfish and keep some of the money, which was honestly fine if they did that. The problem was they lied for show um i'm a better person than you because i gave more money it was up to them and the lord how much they gave right. same thing with same thing with uh barnabas he he definitely knew he definitely had a willing heart ananias and sapphira they weren't sure <laughs> well they were definitely sure they wanted to look better <laughs> <laughs> right and and that sent them to the floor. And and in their last breath, they, they were sent to the floor and they died. Okay. Same thing with Herod. And Saul died on the road of Damascus. Do you before I try and culminate this, Heath, are you seeing a pattern? Yeah, there's there's that double uh double layer of things where we see, you know, the the evil kind of coming to a a well, uh, maybe not so much in Herod's case, but definitely in Saul's case, um, a, a quick demise and, and a quick change. Um, and certainly, you know, Herod's ending was a, a change for him, I guess. So we could say there was some change that happened uh, in both of them. But we can also say that, you know, these folks that were making the positive choices, um, you know, even even with some, you know, pride or maybe, um, you know, certain self-image issues um you know about who gave more money or whatever like they were still trying to do the right thing um you know 
for the most part. We we can get into some of those other issues, I guess, debate those another time. But for this purpose, you know, they're they're trying to do the right thing. They're trying to form um, form some identity in Christ to 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 really you know, sacrifice and to, to pick up and follow and, um, really do what is, what is being asked, um, of them in that time. So we go to Psalms 91 guys, if you want to turn to that in your Bible, um, the whole point is be a Paul, be a, be a Saul, hanging out with Barnabas, doing the things, getting that identity in the group, be a Mannion, be a Saul, be a Paul, be a Barnabas. And before Barnabas was known as Barnabas, he was Joseph, a Levite. Okay. Who then the apostles named him Barnabas. So Barnabas was an apostolic identity also. But there's a promise in Psalm 91 uh, to our Paul types or our Manian types or our, Bar- our Bar- Barnabas types. In verse 7 of Psalm 91, it says, a thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it, the bad stuff, will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. As a, guys, I really encourage you to uh, read Psalm 91 frequently. Um, there are many promises that you holding on in faith will only improve your relationship with God. And will only um, increase your understanding in uh, supernatural protection. <laughs> right. Well, and, and I just want to say, too, that I'm not a doctor and I don't play one on TV or on radio for that fact. But uh, my prescription to everybody these days when they've come at me with a trouble or a problem has been the prescription has been Psalm 91 twice a day. Once in the morning, once at night, speak it over yourself, speak it over your house. Um, that is that is from Dr. Heath. Um, again, no MD needed for this. Um, but yes, Psalm 91, there is a lot of great stuff in here. Um, I found it very useful myself. So I just wanted to piggyback that on there and to make you smile a little bit. <laughs> Psalm 91, twice a day, <laughs> Michael and the angels to stay <laughs> that's right that's right okay that's right don't quote um, us on that though because please you know. don't <laughs> <laughs> okay now the next verses we need to check out in psalm 91 which twice a day twice um, a day 14 through 16 and guys there's many more promises in this um but let's read 14 through 16. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. So there's a love for God. God acknowledges that love. I will rescue him. I will protect him. Because for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me and I will answer him. Guys, if I'm just prompted here, um, anytime you call wholeheartedly on the name of the Lord. He will answer. He will rescue. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Why? Well, why is because he knows my name. He loves, he loves me. Okay. At the top at 14, because he loves me. And he knows my name. Um, which actually it might be elsewhere, but it is in here. Acknowledges my name. There it is. Thank you. End of 14. Okay. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? All right, Heath, what you got, buddy? Um, you know, (laughs) I guess to jump back a point, um, Anytime that you are calling out to God wholeheartedly, fervently, you know, there is no prayer that's wasted. Um, Even if you don't get the answer that you were hoping for, just remember that he has a plan and a purpose and his plans are greater than our plans. His answers are better than ours. His, His whole direction for us is better than what we think of ourselves. So I just wanted to touch on that and give you that friendly reminder as well. Um, And then just the fact that, you know, because 
because we're loving the Lord, because we're um, doing the things that we're supposed to be doing, we call on him. He's going to answer us. He's going to deliver us from whatever we're facing. And because of our faithfulness, because of our love for him, then there is that promise in 16 of that long life and uh, salvation because of that. And that is actually one of my favorite parts of, of Psalm 91 is just that whole ending, you know, promise of that salvation and that deliverance and, you know, just long life with God, you know, I mean that I, I love this, this last little verse here. So as Heath, we are living in these days of Rocky mountain revival and American and worldwide uh, revival. We are going to, see people make different choices close to us right um uh then continuing in revival or or god's uh, purifying fire and heath and i and ethan we encourage you to be a manian be a paul be a barnabas and stay in God, stay in the Messiah, stay in Christ, because we are in days of revival. We are in days of, of God's revival fire. And Jesus said, I come to bring a sword. He, which, which he's saying is I came to bring a sword. Uh, mom will be against daughter. Daughter will be against mom, son against dad, dad against son. Okay. Um, father-in-law against mother-in-law, father-in-law against son-in-law, son-in-law against mother-in-law. Okay. <laughs> this point is being with Jesus can sometimes divide, sometimes divide even the close ones. Okay. And we see that in Mannion's life. We see that in Paul's life. We see that in Barnabas's life. I mean, Barnabas's uh, compadres were Ananias and Sapphira really. Um, so I wanted to encourage you guys with that because uh, this is something that's touched my life, Heath. I mean, Heath, this has touched your life. Right. This is touching people's lives in our church. And well, I just want to you will never here. regret. You will never regret sticking with Jesus. It will always be the best decision every day as we die daily. Right. Well, and I, I feel like I just need to jump in really quick too, to add that, you know, we're, what we're facing here is, is just a really short, short period of time compared to what eternity looks like. Right. And, you know, our whole, our whole point here with the radio show and, and the podcast is, is really just to be mindful of the kingdom mindset and that, that everlasting portion of your life because again this is just a small fraction of it you know the stuff that we deal with on the day-to-day -day, the stuff that we're worrying about stressing about the you know the bills we got to pay or our job or kids family whatever it is that's just a minuscule tiny tiny fraction of what your life actually is and knowing that you have an eternity um that you're kind of setting yourself up for right now um, is an important uh, is an important footnote that I want to add into this identity episode. Um, that again, knowing who you are in Christ, chasing after Christ, uh, being firm in the identity. And yes, there's going to be division because you believe differently than other people. Um, that you're you're going a different path. You're walking the narrow path as opposed to the wide path. Um, you're going to face. Um, some people leaving your life. You're going to face some people throwing some shade your way. And I just want to let you know that that's okay. Um, yeah. At the time it might suck. And trust me, um, I just went through a season of this myself where there were some people in my life that I thought were going to be here for quite a while. And because of the walk that I'm on now, um, you know, we've definitely gone different ways and, and I've lost some people and, and it, and it has hurt. It has sucked. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to you, but um I take comfort in these promises in Psalm 91 that God is my refuge and my fortress. 
He is the God who I can trust. Um, he's going to save me. He's going to protect me. He's going to comfort me. Like there are just so many things in Psalm 91. If you actually read it and read it and read it, you fully understand, I think, the the peace, the joy, and the love of God that he has for you and what he wants for you in your life. So um, stay the course. Um, it's okay to walk the narrow path. Desire identity, stay in community, find community, seek community, seek the right community. Um, <clears throat> may, it, may the enemy never deceive you guys with the wrong community. We pray that in Jesus' name. Right. Well, That's and that, happened. <laughs> and, and to to your point, that is why we end every episode with the reminder to get yourself in a good Bible believing, Bible teaching, Holy Spirit led church exactly. to plug into those connect groups, the discipleship opportunities to serve your church. Why? Right here, where right. this is exactly why we give that message at the end Barnabas of Barnabas and Saul were doing the same thing that our pastors usually encourage us to do every Sunday from the announcements. Right. Yeah. So that, that whole, that whole thing just wasn't us being cute at the end of every show. We, um, we actually have that there for a reason to encourage that discipleship, to encourage um, the community aspect so that you can find your identity. Um, Cause we could talk for a very long time, you know, just from my testimony about not knowing my identity in Christ until the last 18, 19 months. And then, even then a rocky start. And then all of a sudden, bam, um, here came it, many identities and many transformations that the Lord has done in my life, in me, um, things he's called me. And so um, it's come about because of that community, because of that discipleship. And so, again, I am living proof of the message that we're that we're sharing with you today. Michael's living proof of that message. Um, Ethan is living proof of that message. So again, we're just not, we're not coming up here with a, you know, a, a song and a dance for you. We're giving you real world application for what we're teaching or trying to teach, hoping to teach whatever, whatever, whatever verbiage I'm looking to use there, but. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, Heath, do you want to pray us out? Do I want to pray us out today? Yeah, I, I think I would like to pray us out today. That's Thank you for actually making that offer. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly Father, I just pray for anybody in the sound of my voice. Father, I just pray that they would have a powerful encounter with you this week, that um, you would show up in a mighty way with an incredible identity word for them. Um let them know, Father, that they are loved, that they are valued, that no matter what they're struggling, um, they just have to call on you because you're standing there right there right now with your arms outstretched, just waiting for them to call and come running to you. And so, Father, I pray for those struggling that they would heed this message and would call out and come running and that you could do an amazing work in their life. And Father, I thank you for moving in lives, um, you know, this past weekend with the outreach that we did with Redemption Squad, that you again were transforming lives, you were touching lives, you were reminding people that they are worthless, worth, worth something, they're not worthless, that they have a purpose, that their presence in this world is necessary and the world is better off with them. And so I just want to remind folks of that today. And Father, as we go through this week, I pray blessings over every person that's hearing this. I speak health, I speak wellness, and again, just the knowledge of who they are in you. In Jesus' mighty name, we ask and pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, final thoughts on that before we get into housekeeping, Michael. I actually do have final thoughts. Um, I I was hoping you did. Yeah, I well, I just want to, I just want to bless people with. Um, I want to release in Jesus' name. Uh, there's there's a couple people out right now who uh, listening to this sometime in the future because yeah, that's how it works these days with us. Mm -hmm. But there's a couple of people who've been hearing the Lord and they've been questioning if they are prophetic and the Lord says you are. 
And he really wants you to do, um, I don't know if research is the right word. How about take this, take this note seriously from the Lord that you are prophetic and he desires further intimacy communication with you guys. He, he desires for you guys to continue on that being a voice for God, a partner and servant of God, being on that path with him. And that you've been inspired during these episodes. Uh, maybe this is the first episode. Maybe you caught a couple. But you've been inspired um, during some of these episodes and you've wondered, do I hear God like that? I think I do hear God like that, but what do I do about that? Well, God will lead you and he will guide you and continue to take seriously those thoughts that kind of interrupt, but you know, they sound like God, you know, they're not the enemy. They've got too much scripture in context scripture painted all over them. And the Lord is leading you in a faith walk and faith path that was tailor made for you. And he has plans for you is, is very vague. He has certain people, he, you mu- basically you obeying the Lord in this and seeking him on this is crucial for some people around you that you may know, you may not know, uh, is crucial. You getting to know God more and getting to know the voice of God more and being bold in obedience is crucial for some of these people that need you that only you could speak to. I couldn't speak to him. Heath can speak to him. Ethan can speak to him. You're the person. You're the small Jesus. You're the mini Jesus in this person's life that will either, you know, you interrupt their life and say, Hey, I got an encouraging word, or you know them already. My point is there's a couple. The number keeps on climbing. <laughs> there's That's awesome. more than a couple. There's more than a couple. The Lord is showing me this is, this is a growing number. Why? Yes. He's pouring out a spirit. And so guys, uh, we're aware of that now. We 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 do believe we just heard the Lord about you guys, and we're aware of that now. We're gonna be we're gonna be paying more attention to the Lord ourselves on um, maybe some more instruction on how to um, hear the Lord at times. Um, so we love you guys. Please please receive that word. Um, this is your message. Like this is your direct message from God. Um, he desires you to go to be bold to consider the prophetic things to, to ask him when you think it may be him, take that step of faith, ask him and listen and be ready to write something down. Cause he's going to have you say something to someone, your mom, your family. It, that's how it works. And you just stepped on being a minister right there and, 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 and doing uh, one of the, uh, uh, the jobs of the church is is um, communicating messengers of encouragement, edification, exhortation out of Corinthians 12, 14, uh, the Corinthians. Yeah. And out of, out of Corinthians and, and, um, and you'll be, and he, Jesus loves you guys. And he, he, this is awesome. Jesus loves you guys. He, and he, there's some, there's some servants of the Lord out there about ready to make some impact in the kingdom. He's, you know that is an incredibly powerful word, and I and, and I will just confirm that from from my end of things. That Good. as you were talking, the uh, Holy Spirit hot hands lit up here, so Good. I can confirm that that is a powerful and true word, and that is a great point um, for me to jump in and say, you know, if you have questions, if you need prayer, I want to remind you guys we do have the contact form on the site. Um, you know, fill that out, ask us questions. We'd love to. We'd love to answer. Um, if you've got questions, you've got concerns. You know, hey, I might be this, I might be that, or you know, my my crazy for thinking I hear this or that. No, you're not crazy. But you know, talk to us, reach out. We'd love to. We'd love to partner with you through that. And, and if you need prayer again, we'd love to pray with you. Um, you know, we have the prayer form, or you can you can email prayer at rmr.live, and we would love to pray with you. Um, and just. Um, help you along your way because that's that's part of what we do here you know we we want to encourage you we want to give you uh we hope some tools and some skills and some ways of looking at things you've never looked at before and just really 
help you expand your horizons and help you along your walk, no matter where you're at in your walk, you can be, you know, somebody who's just starting, you know, taking the first steps of the journey, or you can be someone that's been in the journey and, and in the battle and, and whatnot for some time. Um, and we hope that we can help each and every person along the way. Um, so yeah, we just want to thank you for tuning in today, guys. And again, um, check out the website rmr.live latest information updates about the show please again like and subscribe to the show's youtube page because that helps us more than you know uh follow us on the socials facebook twitter all the things um again podcasts are out and we are so excited that we are reaching a broader audience we just thank our listeners again in australia belgium and france and the continental united states thanks guys for listening um again if you like the show's content you have questions you got concerns you want to donate you want to um you know whatever it is everything that you need to know is on the website so i'm just going to keep pointing everybody there um and remember we said it once in the show i'm going to say it again though get yourself into a good bible believing bible teaching holy spirit led church and yes kids there is a difference there is a difference um plug into those groups get involved discipleship opportunities um serving in the church do it um, any way you can, because that's going to benefit not only the church, but benefit you uh, and more than you realize. And we can talk about that on another episode. Um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. Hope you have a great week. Be blessed. Rocky Mountain Revival Radio, signing off. Thank you for listening to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio.